you're listening to Unique Leaders Podcast. I'm Megan DiMartino. Success is in the story. Each week, I'll be speaking with a unique leader, not only in their field, but in their lives. Join us for a glimpse of their passion and talents. There's always a surprise in their story. Be the first to hear. Hello, 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 and welcome to Unique Leaders Live. I'm Megan DiMartino, and it is Friday, and it is Unique Leaders, and I look forward to this every week. We both, all of us, share this time with our guest, and it is all about our guest. It is about their story. The success of their lives is in their story. They are unique, and they are leaders, but again, that story tells it all. So today we have a lovely woman named Heather Parody. And I feel like I know Heather, but I don't really know Heather. And so we're going to have the journey of Heather's life that brought her to this unique space and place that she is today. I have a dear friend, Carla Runner, who I've known for probably 15, 17 years. And um, she is a, um, a person in Heather's life. And so I feel like that connection with Carla connects us on some level. But regardless of that personal connection, I'm, I'm going to have Heather share her story. She is a speaker. She is a communicator. She has her own a national podcast uh, that I'm sure is international as well. She is on Glenn Lundy's a Rise and Grind morning show, the number one morning show in America. She is technically his co-host, and she is just doing an amazing job. So as I said, I feel like I know Heather a little bit but I really don't. So without further ado, let's get ready to hear Heather Parody's story. You know Hello. me, Hello. you know me, we know, know each other. <laughs> but I don't know the, you know, yes. the beginnings and what brought you to this place. I don't, I really don't. And that's one of the things, Heather, how this started was during the, I've had lives, you know, for many years, but, um, this started, this show started during the shutdown, so to speak. Mm. And a friend of mine was, uh, she had put on Facebook that she was going to be doing a um, directory for um, alternative uh, medicine folk. And um, I just said, oh, wow, that's interesting. And we were playing around with StreamYard. And uh, my staff, you know, I said to my gals at the Navitas Spa, let's do you know uh, the pop-up shop to keep them engaged and so we were playing around with all of that you know bringing other people on so i invited this woman uh, stephanie labaranon and it just it evolved and mm. people loved it i mean it was so interesting to hear the comments and and so forth so i said you know what hmm, let's just keep going on this and so from there it it has truly evolved so That's awesome it, but it is not about necessarily what you're doing right now because, you know, so many, you go on so many shows and they want the secret of your success and, you know, you know, six steps to this and that. I want you, Heather, to share your story. You're a beautiful woman. You have several children, uh, several daughters, uh, correct? Two daughters? Yes. yes. Uh, and a lovely husband. But more than that, you know, and everything I said, I don't know. So where did Heather begin her journey? Well, well, you know, I, I'm, I feel like I'm still figuring all of that out. 
Well, where um, were you born? Let's start with that. Where was I born? Oh, I can do that. Let's do that. Little Rock, Arkansas. So okay. uh, born and raised in Arkansas for the most part. I had a small um, stay a couple of years in Springfield, Missouri when I was about 17 and a half, 18 years old. Instead of going to college or whatever, I decided I wanted to go into ministry. And I joined uh uh, it, it was a program through the Assemblies of God and uh, spent two years studying ministry and traveling and doing a variety of different things with that. Um, so ended up back in Arkansas for a bit and stayed there until just the past few years where we moved to Georgia. Uh, so for the most part, spent most of my life down in the South. That's where my accent comes from. I recently bought an accent reduction course. I'm trying to learn how to tone it down a little bit. Uh, but anytime I get excited, it comes right back out, which is most of the time. So. It's like my New York accent. I mean, it's yeah, like, yes. you, know, you yes. can't take the girl out of where we are from, you know, mm -hmm. it's our DNA. So I just got a note here that Carla is on our show. So hello, Miss Carla. Hello. 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 <laughs> She's great. She is wonderful. So you then, so ministry. And so um, when you came back to Arkansas um, from the Missouri period, mm -hmm. did you stay in ministry? Were you continuing on in that mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. field? Yeah, I, I did um, for several years. Um, I ended up, I, I never thought I would go to college for several reasons. Um, I ended up deciding to go uh, in my mid-20s and study psychology and mental health therapy and got my master's in mental health. Um, I wanted a to figure out a tangible tools way to help people a little bit more. I, I felt like there was a lot I wanted to do to help people. And I feel like that's kind of been like the underlying theme. At, I think that's just a human nature thing. We're all seeking purpose and contribution it's not it's interesting because when you look at you know theorists throughout history you know you have you know the most known is you know maslow's hierarchy of needs but all theories really pointed to this idea of contribution and self-actualization um, at a certain point in life where uh, humans want to contribute and i believe that's you know what god created us for is to not only you know take care of ourselves and to thrive but from that, from that comes um, um, creation. Like he, he created us to be creators. And what are we going to create? How are we going to make a difference in this world? So figuring out how to express that and how to do that, I think, is a lot of our journeys. You know, how do I contribute the best? Is it being the absolute best mother that I can, that I can be? Or is it becoming a painter and painting or becoming a therapist or going into ministry or doing a live stream on Facebook every single Friday? What is my role in this world? Um, I don't even remember what your original question was. I'm going on a tangent. No, but <laughs> no, 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 but that is what this is about. But I, I asked if after you came back from Missouri, mm -hmm. you could stay in a ministry. And mm -hmm. but you then went into which I would I'm so glad you did because you went into that. You went to college. You never set out to go to college, but you did because you wanted to you knew then that you wanted, I assume anyway, that you wanted to delve into right what it's all about, Alfie. My idea of what ministry looked like has evolved mm -hmm. and I had put it in a, a certain box or a context that if you want to serve God, if you want to do these things with your life, it needs to look this way. And this way is great. 
But what's so interesting, what's so cool is the uniqueness of the individual and the different paths, the unique paths, the unconventional paths that God leads us down sometimes of like, it's not, are you in ministry or not? It's how are you expressing your ministry? Yes. yes. What are you doing in your ministry? Because we all have it. All have it. Mm -hmm. And and putting uh, us in boxes, one of the greatest pieces of advice I receive when I moved to Texas from New York, I grew mm -hmm. up a Catholic and Catholics don't really have an intimate relationship with Jesus. It's very structured, at least my experience mm -hmm. and um, going to Catholic school and that so it was more rules and regulations. And when I moved to Texas, every single person that I came in contact to with my secretary on and on, we're talking about this, my nail tech, we're talking about this Jesus. Mm -hmm. And I finally said one day, tell me about this Jesus. What does this person mean to you? And, um, and then I started going to church, exploring that. But one of the pieces of advice I received early on, and this was 1992, the same year I started my skincare brand, um, this woman said to me, don't limit God. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay. And mm -hmm. that's been with me always. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the things that resonates. So with you, when I listen to you in your little pieces that, and that's what I told Carla, I said, you know, if you watched rise and grind, this young lady is, um, taking cause Glenn does these themes each mm -hmm. week. Mm -hmm. And then, but you've done your research and you are adding such richness to Thank the, uh, the, theme of, you know, he's phenomenal in yes. his research as well. But, um, but you are adding to that from a different vantage point. Yeah, uh, from a from a Heather vantage point, which is so rich. So well, that, that's such an interesting point. And I, I appreciate you saying that. But uh, I know a lot of times as as leaders, as people who want to create and make some kind of difference in the world, a lot of times we and I've, I've thought this myself is like, oh, there's so many other people doing this or that or, you know, whatever it may be is already being done or whatever. But I always think of like, yeah, like a cup or something like that. Like you see these flowers, right? And I see over here, this other design and it's all the same cup and both of us are right. It's we're seeing things from a completely different vantage point. And mm -hmm. essentially, you know, to validate what you're saying is all these perspectives, all of these gifts, need to be brought to the table because that's how we have a holistic picture mm -hmm. as opposed to just always staring at the same side of the glass okay. and that's the richness and the beauty of bringing your gifts to the table no matter how many people are doing it and that's so true about um just like you said oh everyone's doing it well we're all unique hmm. to uh -huh. this universe meaning yes. we're all snowflakes and we have our own imprint and um, the world is waiting for us. Mm. That's the other thing, Heather, that um, I feel very strongly about this show is that, and I didn't say it in the intro as well as I normally do, is that um, we all, as leaders, are looked upon by people saying, we have no, oh, wow, they have a perfect life. Well, if you only knew type of thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so that's the other piece to this show that I feel is very important is to let people understand that you've had a journey, that it you didn't just end up here. Mm -hmm. It was this journey. And I'm sure when you went to Missouri and then came back, you had some question marks about mm -hmm. what am I doing? What, what mm -hmm. should I do? And then you went on to the uh, period 
of college mm -hmm. and then your master's. Mm -hmm. But I'm sure there were a lot of bumps in the road during that. Oh, sure. It was more bumpy than smooth, for sure. And, that, and that's all of our journeys. Um, that, that idea of like, oh, if you only knew what my life was like. I, I remember I had started an organization and I felt super insecure about it. Um, like I was like, I don't know what I'm doing and blah, blah, blah. And all this stuff. I'm young. I don't know enough. All the things that we tell ourselves. And mm -hmm. uh, I went to a conference with a mentor of mine, uh, Carla, you know who it is. And we went and heard this woman speak who was doing something similar to what I was doing. And I was just thinking, she is like it, you know what I mean? Like she has a huge organization. She's years and years ahead of me. And she was, and she knew so much and she did. And she had all, I mean, it was just like way further down the path that I was thinking, oh my goodness, I feel, you know, so inadequate and all these things. Well, I went to go up to meet this woman right after. And I was standing in line to talk to her. And I don't know how it happened. It had to be God, just like whatever, promise I wasn't trying to eavesdrop, but I heard uh, she was like speaking to a friend and she said, oh my gosh, was that okay? Did that go okay? Oh, I felt so dumb up there. And it was just like really insecure. And I was like, she's amazing. And I thought like, and it was such a powerful moment for me because I realized then that no matter where you're at or who you are, or what you have going on, that doubt and that fear and that insecurity always creeps up for you. Some people act in the midst of that. Like she did, she stood on the stage, did her thing, although whatever she was feeling and some people allow that to cripple them. Mm -hmm. And so waiting on that, you know, validation, that approval, that permission slip, um, you're going to be waiting forever. Forever. <laughs> right. Forever. Right? Ever. Yes. It is taking that first step is really mm -hmm. most difficult often for people but it is never the last step. It will lead you to the next step and uh, the third mm -hmm. one. You mm -hmm. know, you have to take that first step. But you're so right. I think that what that, I'm getting off track of Heather's story here. I know. Uh, this is what happens when you talk to me. We'll, we'll just that all over the flow. place. We'll just flow, girl. <laughs> that, don't you find, though, that that's one of the things that is, has been very valuable with this COVID period mm. is that very... Um, um, you know, uh, speakers with tremendous, um, you know, notoriety, they are uh, doing all these virtuals and you're seeing them in more of a natural state. Oh, yeah. Yes. Human. And, and human. Right. Just like uh -huh. you shared about that speaker mm -hmm. I mean, behind the scenes as she was sharing mm -hmm. her own humanness. Mm -hmm. And that's what I, I think that this is bringing all of that out. And we're able to and I use we meaning all collectively yeah. are able to see so many people in their vulnerabilities mm -hmm. and their own question marks and their own struggles. And it's been a very special period. I, I really think there's been so many silver linings to this yep. period. So many. And if you think about it, it's generous of us as leaders, as content creators and all that to allow that side of ourselves to be shown at times. And I'm not saying just like, Oh, I don't care. I'm just going to be messy and all that. Cause that's a different thing. Of course we want to, you know, do as well as we can, but it's so generous to allow people to see that humanness and the mistakes and all of that, because what happens when somebody you admire, you hear that or you see it, it helps you connect with them and it helps you feel like, you know what, if they can do this, I can do it too. And it's so empowering. Yeah. Um, and it was interesting as, you know, a lot of times we think if our ducks aren't in a row, if things aren't perfect, 
we're not qualified when really that's the most qualified state. I mean, if you go back to scripture, it says he calls the unqualified. He loves to use the weak to shame the strong and all of that. And so in the mess, that's where the power really is. So true in the mess, unique mm -hmm. leader, meaning we're all, your show is unique. Yes. Uh, what is your? Unconventional. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 And uh, we're all unconventional and, and unique in the same moment. Mm -hmm. yeah. Absolutely. So now you are uh, finishing your master's. Mm. So what transpired then? Oh, man. Uh, conflict. A lot of conflict. Um, I really loved the field, but I had started dabbling in online content and really fell in love with the power of what you and I are doing right now. Mm -hmm. And you know, there's there's these little things that come up in your life and you can't logically explain it. It just feels, lack of better terms, just a calling. Like I just felt really called to start putting out online content. It was a really difficult uh, decision for me to make to go all in because I, you know, was putting out content, writing blogs and doing things. Um, and that's great. But go, deciding to do it like full time and go all in was something that I didn't know necessarily was going to work, like building my own business mm -hmm. and starting the show and really putting like full time effort into it and not just letting it be a, you know, well, when I have time mm -hmm. was really hard because, you know, saying no to something that's, you know, is wrong, you know, but saying no to something that could be good mm -hmm. is really difficult, you know, and I love that. Um, saying, you know, saying no to make, saying no to the good to make room for the great or whatever that is. Yeah. And I felt like that was really where I was at in my life. I, I wasn't struggling with, you know, this bad path versus this good path. It was like two really great paths. Which mm -hmm. one do I choose? Um, but I decided to to go in with the one that just scared me the most. And the one that I knew that if I didn't, if I didn't try, I would always look back and wonder what if, and there's nothing wrong with, you know, going the more traditional path if that's what you're called to. But for me, I just felt like, you know, this will always be here. This job, I had two job offers on the table, ended up turning both of them down and decided to um, take the leap and start my own business and go all in on online content. And that was about three and a half years ago, maybe close to four. I don't remember. Um, and I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful for, for that decision. And again, like I told you about that idea of, you know, my idea of what ministry looked like evolving mm -hmm. and all of that, um, even within the mental health space, although I'm not working as a, a therapist right now, the, the coaching, the consulting, the stuff that I do with, you know, the content, there's so much of what I learned in school that's being brought into it. Right. Mm -hmm. And so it's interesting, again, you know, the idea and the concept of your show, unique leaders, um, challenging that, the skills you bring to the table don't have to look like traditionally what they're supposed to look like. Yeah. And we have to trust that still small voice inside and f trust curiosity. I think that's another thing that's interesting mm -hmm. is God didn't put like a recurring thought and curiosity in you for, like, for no reason. Like that if something's constantly whispering to you, why? Like, why is that there? It's trying to nudge you towards something. Right. And so I'm curious about things that you may not be curious about and vice versa. Can we honor and respect and trust 
that because I really believe that's God. You know, some people call it intuition, whatever, whatever, whatever. That's God, right? And it's it's a scary path falling down it because again, sometimes logically it doesn't make sense, but uh, but it's I also did. trust, you know. I mean, yeah, that, meaning that still small voice. But if you have made that declaration, so to speak, that I trust you, Lord, I trust mm -hmm. you and you're mm -hmm. going to never leave me or forsake me. And so with that, uh, taking those steps, you know, uh, when I was told I've had a lot of challenges in my life, my life and business career, but uh, to be told by the state, the governor that I had to lock my door um, on, you know, the end of March. That was very scary to, sure. to you know, because I had staff, mm -hmm. you know, employees and um, mm -hmm. what was going to happen as that time went on. But in that uh, period, as I was preparing, because I brought in a lot of product from my warehouse to prepare for, uh, I didn't know how long, but we ship mm -hmm. all over the country. So mm -hmm. as long as FedEx was open, I would be open, you know, mm -hmm. I'd be the trucker, the shipper rather. And so, but the point of the point is that night, Saturday, the 21st of March, I sat in the boutique of the spa and I just prayed and I said, Lord, mm. what do you want me to do now? Mm. And I heard a quiet, small voice. Don't go dark, meaning mm. stay present. Mm. What did that really mean? I wasn't sure. But from that moment on Monday, I got up and did my morning route, you know, my morning structure, got dressed and went down to the spa. Mm. And, and so in the month of April, I sold as much product yep. as we did in March yep. because I was there. Mm -hmm. And then that gentleman who knocked on my door on March 31st, now he mm -hmm. might've come back. He might've probably would have, but knocked on the door. I thought he wanted to get a gift card because people did do curbside and that mm -hmm. type of thing. Mm -hmm. And he said, um, he identified himself and he said, I was wondering if you'd like to um, sell me your business. Excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> so, um, so wow. 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 And so, but I knew don't go dark. But also, Heather, last year, like you're speaking about, I knew on some level I was I didn't know what that looked like or meant, but I knew I was heading into a new period. I just knew in my life, in my business, I had no idea what that really meant. But anyway, this is about you, but I'm just you know, sharing that for our guests that, that are listening is to listen. Yes. It's so important and powerful. So important. yes, yes, and for sure. Here are your little girls. So yeah, when, sorry, they just ran in the door. So they're in the back. So uh, well, I was it was a good segue because I was just going to ask when did you meet your husband and when did that come into your life? Oh wow. Um, I was still living in Arkansas at the time and he was living in Texas and we dated long distance for goodness, probably about a, a year. He ended up moving to Arkansas. I was like, I don't think this is going to work out. And he's like, yes, it is. And I'm like, no, it's not. He's like, well, I'm moving to Arkansas and we're going to make this work. He's very persistent. I'm glad he was. Um, uh, I was, I was super scared, super scared. Um, but about a year later, after he moved here, we got married and we've been married. We'll be married. Uh, I guess we just celebrated our ninth, our ninth wedding anniversary. So, and your daughters are what ages? Uh, seven, I think about it. Seven and three. Uh, it'll be eight and uh, four next month. 
so seven and almost four mm -hmm. and three and a half years ago you decided to change your career path so to speak yep and pregnant right pregnant mm -hmm. I'm, I'm putting the math together by the yeah. way Mr. Lundy is on uh, so hello Glenn thank you for joining Heather and I so yes, yeah, so you made that decision, and mm -hmm. during that uh, that season, so to speak. Mm -hmm. Now, your husband was he uh, supportive of that decision? He's the greatest person in the world. <laughs> he really is. Like, we fight. Trust me. Like I ain't gonna lie to y'all. Like there's some, you know. But absolutely, he he champions my big audacious dreams when I want to settle for the littler ones. Mm -hmm. And um, as somebody who is a very visionary, big picture kind of person, it's, I want to tell you, just like from the perspective of, of that, it's so kind and nice to be with someone who can believe in that. Um, I know it's very difficult to be married. And I tell them all the time, I'm like, I know I'm not the easiest person to be married to because case in point, I got a, I got a, you know, an opportunity this past month to do something really big, but it, it called me out of the house for several days where I had to go to and, you know, be a part of this production. And um, that's not easy. You know, I have obligations here and that's asking a lot of him. Um, so I'm aware that being big picture and doing a lot of this stuff and going after things, it's not easy, but he's just been so generous and kind to, be understanding. And it's been, I mean, it's hard. I mean, there's a lot of communication things that you have to learn. We've had to, you know, really focus on meetings. I'm the type of person that, you know, you're like, Hey, come down to, you know, Canada tomorrow. And I'm like, let's do it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't need to plan anything. Like I'm, I'm cool. Like I'm, I'm a jump kind of person and he's a planner. So I've really had to learn how to be like, okay, out of respect for him, I need to communicate things. Um, so it, it's been difficult. I don't want to paint a picture that it's not, but you know, from the very beginning, when I got those two job offers, I cried, like I cried. And he, and I'm like, I got job offers. And he was like, Heather, people don't cry when they get offered a job, you know, especially like the job that I was getting, like it was a great opportunity. He said, you've got to honor and respect what you're called to do. And, you know, even now I'm making a lot of hard decisions right now. And making you know some shifts and adjusts and he's always just rallying what's your vision what's your vision does this propel you towards your vision you know um so anyway long rampage on that but i'm grateful what a, what for a that yes, it's a blessing, a blessing. it's yes. a huge blessing yes because yeah. it completes your life yes. and because that and yes. has gone over this type of thing you know i've been single most of my life and that has been not a good thing uh, yeah. for myself as well as my two daughters. I have two daughters. As oh, well. cool. Mm -hmm. And they're grown women, but it's, it was a challenge. And I yeah. see how fruitful, you know, mm -hmm. looking at yourself and other people that when that life and, and life is, working life is balanced, it really is a, a blessing. Yeah. Not only yourself, but others. Well, and too, if anyone is listening to this and they're not the visionary jump off a plane type person and they're maybe married to one or dating one. Sometimes the misconception with, I don't even know what to call us, the crazy folks mm -hmm. is that we don't need that affirmation and all of that because, you know, we are extroverted and courageous and do stuff, but having, you know, no one sees the times, you know, that I'm just super insecure and, 
you know, questioning everything and all this stuff and having that person, you know, just say like, you know, you're okay. Um, even if you don't feel like somebody in your life, and maybe it's not a partner, maybe it's your sister or, you know, your best friend or whatever it may be. Don't assume that strong people don't need you and don't need that affirmation and support because the times my friends have reached out, like I had a friend text me this week. I had something big going on. And she says, I remembered, you know what I mean? Like I'm cheering you on today. I was like, thank you. You know what I mean? Like it meant so much to me, that small thing. Um, and I didn't really know I needed it until it happened. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. I do know what you mean. And, um, like you, I'm a, you know, by the seat of my pants, meaning I'll make it, but mm -hmm. that's not necessarily always the good thing. But, um, but I have recognized over time that it is, like you said, friends and other people and relationships and even my uh, my gals that I call, you know, like family, even though I sold this business, they're still my family, you know, Absolutely. And, and that uh, relationship, acknowledging each other is mm -hmm. so very important. In mm -hmm. life. Mm -hmm. And now you have touched a teeny bit on some of these projects or these job offers. So again, because I know you, but don't know you. Um, and Glenn has um, not only alluded, but shown. So talk about your your acting career a tad oh yeah um yeah it's it's well yeah <laughs> um it, it's been really fun um you know I, I do a lot of stuff for the past few years related to you know online business and content creation and although it's a lot of fun it's also a lot you know it's a lot of work mm -hmm. you know it's a lot of work but to, what's funny is Brian, he's now in the online space and has an online business too. But prior, he would be so frustrated with me at times. He's like, you're just playing on Facebook. And I'm like, it's not playing. Like, it feels like work, like going in and engaging with people and writing emails and scheduling posts and all of that. So it's, it's interesting how content creations become work. But anyways, um, I, I've just, and this, this has been really hard, but figuring out a way to allow myself to explore and have fun creatively in other industries and kind of step away from the box that even I've put myself in. Cause I'm like, Oh, you know, go the unconventional path. And yet I still put a box around myself where I don't allow time for play. And I read big magic uh, by Elizabeth Gilbert. And I, I don't know if you've read that. I just, I'm no, rereading it. Familiar. I'm oh, I, it's on my list. It, it just, Oh, I'm so grateful for that book because I feel like it gave me permission to say, you know, your your creative, your play, all that stuff is worthwhile pursuit. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to start acting classes because I've always wanted to do that. I'm 34. You know what I mean? Like you start that when you're six. You shouldn't be starting it now. But then I'm like, you know what? Screw it. I'm doing it, you know? And so um, it's just, it's been really interesting over this past year, learning that craft, playing with it, meeting amazing people. And it's brought a lot of, um, a lot to the table for what I'm doing in my own business and with my show and all of that. And that's another thing that's interesting is sometimes you don't allow um, you driven leaders, we feel guilty for allowing that that play into our lives because there's what's the ROI on that? You know what I mean? Like how is this moving the needle? Mm -hmm. You know, that moves the needle because what it does is it opens up, you know, that that 
that energy or whatever and that innovation and it's been a great gift. So I don't remember your original question again. But well, about just how, yeah. well, I, well, I asked about Cher, about, you know, your now budding acting career. Mm. And so, it, and like you said, you've always wanted to do this. Right. And you're 34, not six, and you jumped off the bridge. Yeah. And, um, and so Brian said, go for it, Heather. And so now you live in uh, Georgia, correct? Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. And so did you go to acting school there or did you, where, where are you doing this? Well, I, I live in Augusta, which is about two and a half, three hours, depending on traffic from Atlanta. We're actually moving to Atlanta in a couple of months, right outside of Atlanta to be more involved in the industry intentionally and be around kind of the entrepreneurial scene. Uh, but as of right now, I've been driving, I've been driving back and forth to classes and um, it's been uh, you know, COVID. Uh, oh, I don't know if I say it live. That thing that's happened this this year, uh, everything's been digital and online anyway, so I haven't really had to travel. Mm -hmm. And do you feel that um, could you have done what you're doing? I'm talking about jobs. Could mm -hmm. you have gotten those jobs without going to acting school? The acting jobs? Mm -hmm. No. No. Well, I don't want to say you can't do something. I'm so grateful that I did that because I don't think I would have been ready for some of the stuff that I've you know, gotten to do mm -hmm. without it. And it's interesting, you know, you, when you go into learning something, you're like, oh, I know this. Mm -hmm. And then you start learning it and you realize you don't know anything. And that's the beauty of education is it puts you in your place. You know what I mean? And so I'm so grateful that I, I, I've done this and I will continue to do it because you always need to be learning and growing. Uh, but also to the networking piece is so important mm -hmm. with anything. anything. Um, oh yes. Yeah. So even, you know, not out, even outside of the training, being able to network and meet people in the industry and that's, that's what it is. So it's, yeah. it's it, so advice would be if a person was interested, for instance, in being a speaker, uh -huh. uh, I was introducing, uh, introducing, interviewing uh, uh, Bruce Pulver a couple of oh, weeks yeah. ago, you know, and his TED Talks. So I have on my list, he, one of the things he said was to watch a hundred TED Talks, you know, so you do have to prepare for things. And if something is important to you, you prepare and learn that craft. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Humble yourself to be a beginner. And I think that's the difficult part is no one wants to look like a beginner or be a beginner, but there's no way we're gonna, uh, you know, get to where we wanna go without that. Um, so yeah, I, if, if somebody wants to get involved in it, 100% get in classes, find a good coach. Mm -hmm. um, even if it doesn't ever go anywhere and you never book anything or anything, the the experience is just beautiful it, it, anything else if you're curious about it like i said scratch the itch you never know what's going to happen and so if you think folks back to uh, heather's journey um here she um studied the word of god poured that into her it is poured into you so that is the best self-help book there is and that foundation is there and then you wreck you thought you're going to be you know, in ministry, but like you said, everything we do is ministry. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then you came back and re, I really looked at what you were doing and mm -hmm. recognized you needed, again, you had a first then 
um, because you said twice in the beginning of our chat that you didn't think you wanted to go to college. You know, right. you're just like, you know, that wasn't for me. Well, the traditional dynamic wasn't, but yeah, forget about it. But the learning piece, the foundation piece is what you have been so wise about to understand mm. that you needed to get that foundation. Mm. And each piece, folks, is leading to the next piece. Absolutely. Because you're taking those early foundational pieces and bringing it to everything you're doing currently. Oh, yeah. Your podcast, your acting, your communicating, your creativity. Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, uh, just uh, how you phrase things. I mean, uh, Mother T, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've, I've known the lady for a while, but Mother T, yeah, I like that. So <laughs> you bring a, a different perspective. Yeah, like, I've been trying really hard to be more of me about what if you were to go get Mexican with me, which is my favorite, who I am at that table eating chips and salsa with you. I try I'm trying so hard. And it's really difficult because, you know, I'm, I'm I want to be perceived as, you know, someone who's, you know, can be respected or knows what they're talking about, you know, um, taken seriously for what I do, because my work, I feel like is serious. And I do have an expertise in certain things and, you know, get paid to do it. And I love it. And I enjoy what I do, you know, for my business, but also too, I, I never want it to be at the extent of denying like who Heather is at her core. And I have felt as though, especially when I enter, entered into the online space, like, oh, there's just this persona that you need to put on. Like I'm an entrepreneur, I'm an online entrepreneur and I'm, you know, making all this money and doing all this stuff. And I have this many, whatever. Right. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing is, is I was like, you know what? the people who are drawn to that that's great but it's just it's not the kind of people i want to work with or hang out with and the people who are drawn to kind of weird the weird quirky a little bit more low-key have a cup of coffee it's less buttoned up they're going to enjoy being around me i'm going to enjoy being around them so let's all save each other some time and just be real and authentic so you know what you get mm -hmm. when you work with me or hang out with me or whatever it may be. but that's really hard it's it's really really difficult because then you put yourself in a position uh, of rejection and whatever it may be. Uh, so it's been an unraveling process of me just really having to ask myself more often, like, okay, is this really you? Like, mm -hmm. is this really Heather? Or are you just trying to put on a, you know, whatever? I have to check myself on that a lot. Are they okay? If Brian has them. They're good. Oh, okay. <laughs> they're fighting. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know if you hear that. <laughs> I don't want any blood on my hands. <laughs> As long as they're okay, I'm okay. Uh-oh, lost you. I'm muted because they're having Okay. No, I'm, that's the other thing about what we do, Heather, is we're showing people who have, I mean, heck, how many people are doing these Zoom calls and the kids are screaming in the background and running behind and pulling down the drapes and whatever, so. This is a real story and I hope it's okay that I share this. Uh, but I was on a live thing like this and my daughter who knows better walked into the room and went potty on the floor and on the live. And I wasn't thinking, and I was like, did you just go potty on the floor? Like I said it on the live and I was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> but I'm like, this is the real, this is the real stuff. And it was live in front of all these people. It was humiliating. <laughs> but 
but, but it's real. It's there's real. other folks that are coming. Elizabeth, my producer, she is like, she has no children, and maybe this will change her mind. But <laughs> it's the real stuff. Yeah, it's the real stuff. Exactly right. So, okay, so you, I should ask it this way: the jobs that you just were offered are they acting jobs? Yeah, yeah. Um, I can't say too much about it no, right I'm now. Not to do that, but they, you know, a job could be, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's it's you know with IBM. I mean, so. Oh no 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 no! It's a, it's nothing. It's nothing. Uh, uh, corporate. More just some creative work that I get to do. So yeah. Excellent. Yeah. You know, I think as a child, I always had that dream of being. I grew up near New York City, and so all of that was very. Uh, much part of my life, my DNA, but I never um, pursued it. And, um, and I, I feel that this, you know, I'm a ham bone, basically. And so this is, you know, fulfilling that itch. Yeah. Say. Have you ever thought about acting? Is that something that you're curious about? You know, Heather, the uh, runway is getting a little shorter. And so um, I don't, because I like you prepare mm -hmm. I don't just jump off, you know, mm -hmm. because now it might look like I do that, you know, jump off. And I do because I have mm -hmm. evolved. I've had, you know, I've developed several skincare lines in the spa and I, you know, I mean, so I pivot. Yeah. But but I I feel that right now I'm doing um, the next evolution, which is mm -hmm. this, but also to speak mm -hmm. when the world opens up because I have a lot to say. Mm. And um, I'm, you know, working on a course, a business course right okay. now, online course. So I'm working on many things. And as our dear friend Sharon Lecter says, you know, to be number one in your field, live and create maximum impact and li live your legacy. Right. So because I've been in this genre all these years, you know, 50 years, um, I just, you know, so to get out and get an acting coach and start doing commercials probably will not be something I do, but to, to get on a stage and speak. Yes. I would like to do that. So that's wonderful. Yeah. So that's what I, I feel. I know in my spirit, you know, yeah. that that yeah. is what that he's preparing me to do that type of work. Yeah. You know, well, I want to, I want to acknowledge you for, I have, I'm sure you get this too. People who say like, Oh, I want to speak or I want to do this and that, but we have the tools right now to go ahead and start speaking and you're doing that. Like you've created this show, you're showing up consistently, you're putting your voice out there. And I think that's so important. So again, you know, going back to scripture, it says that he was faithful with the little can be trusted with a lot. And so using the tools that are already in our hand, like, this or whatever it may be, you know, that's opening the door for more opportunities to come and laying the foundation. So I just want to commend you for that um, and encourage anyone who wants to speak or whatever, start speaking. There's, mm -hmm. there's no gatekeeper right here. No gatekeeper, none, yeah. none, yeah. not at all. And that again is another reason why I feel that this uh, platform is important because uh, we know a lot of people all over the world, so to speak on that little um, phone there and mm. um and they are sitting in with a big question mark in their spirit right now mm. who, who am i what am mm. i what am i doing what should i do mm. you know I've been like you on uh, many other podcasts and uh i'm asked this, that question all the time meaning that uh, uh what can you say to people to help them make that shift and what i say is 
find what you love. Yeah. Do that proverbial yeah. legal pad, the pro and the con side, and yes. write down what you love. Because mm. so many people that are holding on to that job for dear life, but hate it, and God is like pushing them out the door, you know? And I know without slamming it, and that will happen if you're in the wrong place. So take that time. What do you think it is that keeps us from doing what we love? Like if we hate our job and we're stuck there, but we really love this, what, 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 what keeps us back from going after that? What do you think? I think the underlying thing is fear, but fear of the unknown and fear of lack of confidence. Mm. You know, I mean, I feel that fear is a, a steal, a, a theft, a, a thief rather, of who we are and what we are. Mm. I feel very blessed that I've had a spirit of courage throughout my life because I have taken those steps. I mean, I, as a single mother, packed up uh, in a allied van line and moved from New York City to Texas. My friends uh -huh. were like, are you crazy? Yeah. Yeah, a little bit, but you know, it's, it's time for a change. So it's, I, but I really do feel it's uh, a spirit of fear, hmm. but that what you shared today, I feel is very important because if you have a, a desire, a dream goal and a desire to do something, then to take those baby steps, you don't have to go to New York and acting school. The right. Strasburg school, you can do a local course or online, like you said. Yeah. And, and you said it earlier, it was such a great point about the, the building blocks. Mm -hmm. I'm so tempted. I do this. So I'm not saying you, know, you shouldn't do this because I do this all the time of the, the temptation to try to map out, plan and project everything that's going to happen. And I'm all about planning. I've got a spreadsheet for everything, but in the same sense, again, back to that faith piece and listening to that still small voice, sometimes the next thing isn't, doesn't necessarily make sense. And we have to trust that it is going to lead to something else and that, that, you know, that the map is going to be created as we're taking steps. And so we want a map before we step when really God's like, I'm going to give you the map through the steps. You know what I'm saying? And so, you know, somebody, uh, I was on a call before this one and they're like, you know, what's your plan with, with this? And I'm, and I honestly said, I don't know. Good, good, good. I don't know. And I'm okay with that. It might, you know, be nothing or it might be something. Is it okay to just follow that, have some fun, enjoy things? You know what I mean? In yeah. the path. Now I said fear, what do you think? Meaning what holds people back? I can only, I guess, only speak from my experience. Um, I think what has held me back and what I've, you know, still does because I'm still, like I told you, really working on leaning in to being more of myself. <laughs> um, it's, I, I think acceptance, you know, really wanting to belong. I think, you know, it's a human need of, of belonging and acceptance um, because when you pull away from the pact and you go against the grain a little bit, it's it's an innate threatening almost to our, our need for belonging and sense of community because we want to be um, we don't want to be isolated. Right. And that it doesn't really happen. But it's that fear, that anticipation of if I pack up my kids and go to Texas, you know, 
I'm alone. You know, what if I'm alone? And that isolation, I don't think we were created for it. And so I think it's an instinctual thing that, you know, goes back to kind of our primal roots that, again, I don't think goes away. We have to learn how to be like, you know what, that's that's not true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's probably not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and have that spirit of courage. I like that. I'm going to adopt that. I like that term you use. That's pretty cool. But, you know, the other thing about um, the acceptance piece, the, mm. one of the blessings of getting older, not so much, but one blessing is that you have that cause and effect ratio. Like you said, your spreadsheets. I can mm. see in my life, um, like my friends, just use mm. Texas as an example. What are you crazy? I'll never come down there, you know, type of thing. And and so, but I have a also I part of my DNA from my grandparents I, I and my dad and mother is adventure. I'm adventurous, and so you couple that with um, just having that you know courage. Mm-hmm. You know I oh, but I have shown myself through mm-hmm. you know time and time and time that I'm not alone. Hey, do you want to come for Christmas? Sure. You know, I mean, they, my friends didn't leave me. They may not have visited me, but they did not leave me, right. you know, type thing. So, and then I made new friends and a new life. So over time, I've seen that pattern, Heather, that, um, you know, I've stayed true to what was in here. Yep. Nothing. I never made a mistake. Trust me. I have made many, yep. but what I'm saying is the essence of that and then, sharing with others. I had a blessing, Heather. Uh, I was 26 and I needed a car and money Mm. Uh, because my, I had just had a child and my uh, husband, we had one car and he was uh, worked a couple hours away. And um, so it was a challenge because I needed to get back to work. Well, anyway, to make a very long story short, I was playing tennis to stay sane and with my girlfriends and there was a Tupperware party going on on that grass there. And I didn't know what Tupperware was, but um, I walked over, what is this? Inquiring. And the gal said, oh, um, this is Tupperware. And I said, well, what do you make doing this? She goes, oh, I'll have my manager call you. She did, recruiting question. Lady came to my home and she went through her flip chart and she shared that, you know, you become a dealer that is consistent party sales. and then. Uh, managers like she sure, got a Ford LTD station wagon, like the one in your driveway. I said, tell me how you do that. She said, oh, please. I said, no, no, I'm no interest in selling plastic bowls, but I have an interest in that car. So mm-hmm. she said, you, you know, do what I said. And then through that, you recruit six people, six people. I said, I'll do this. So within six months, the megaphones was born. My unit. But that I'm not sharing that on any level to impress you or share. But what it did was I was 26 and I had a need. That was my why. I wanted a car. I needed that car to get my kids to wherever they needed to go and things just like, Mm -hmm. and, and I needed some um, just money. And so, um, but I learned during that season that what my purpose is, is to help others build their businesses and lives. I love that because it, the megaphones was one of the top five always, mm-hmm. but not in do, uh, in dollars, but not in how many uh, worker bees were with me. Mm-hmm. 
And so I recruited people that really needed to be helped to expand their life, whatever mm -hmm. that was, kids' college, whatever that was. And so from that moment, I recognized hmm, that that just made my heart mm. just really resonate that I could help others build their own lives I love and that. identify their dreams, goals, and desires. Now, maybe it wasn't okay. Tupperware, but the means to an other end. Right. Okay. Right. And right. so from there, I have been mightily blessed to understand that, like I said earlier about my staff, being mm -hmm. piece of uh, family, you know, that I can just always be me. So I just say to you and others, just stay, keep doing what you're doing, girl. I love hearing that. I love hearing that. Thank you. Keep doing what you're doing. So the, um, I have to check the time here and we're, we're good. Um, at the end of this time together, mm -hmm. I ask our guests the same question, Mike guests the same question. And I mentioned Sharon, a lecture earlier, um, and I truly admire and, um, you know, just really respect the work she has done over the years. But she and Greg Reed wrote a book, wrote a book called Three Feet from Gold. And mm -hmm. it um, basically, it's a story about um, Greg and but it's a fiction in his life. But it starts out with a, an anecdotal story of a guy from the East Coast during the gold rush coming out to the West Coast and bought a, a you know, a gold mine vein and chipped away at it, seeking his fortune. And he um, got, it was very arduous and he was exhausted and he was, you know, going into town saying, I don't know if I'll ever make it. And so finally he gave up and he mm -hmm. sold that vein to a townie who was watching what he was doing and for very little money and, th you know, chiseled away three more feet and hit the gold mine. Yeah. So in that book, Sharon has at what she calls the, her success formula. And it's your passion plus talent times association uh, times action plus faith equal success. Now, I'm not going to ask you what each area is. We don't have time. But what is your passion and what is your talent? Oh, wow. Is giving voice to fighting for the underdog, the outcast. I'm very, very drawn to the person in the corner, mm -hmm. I guess, because it was me kind of, I felt mm -hmm. like growing up. Um, that's my passion. I want to tell the stories, give community for unconventional leaders. Mm -hmm. My talent, oh gosh, that's such a hard question. I don't know. <laughs> I, I think I ask myself that all the time and Ron would probably laugh at his questions, but I was like, what is it? What is that thing? You know, I think I'm good at, um, wow, that's gosh, that's so, it's just a weird question. To, that's a weird question to answer. I would, well, that's not really a talent. I was going to say I'm very consistent. Like I show up when I say, you know, I'm going to show up and I'm going to do what I say I'm going to do. Like, I feel like I don't, I don't think that's necessarily a talent, maybe communication. Mm -hmm. I, I would say maybe communication, mm -hmm. uh, helping people feel at ease. I think in communication, mm -hmm. 
I think that's why I was drawn to therapy originally because sitting with a stranger and like kind of going there, it was, it felt natural. Not, not everybody wanted to do it. They didn't like, so all not everybody liked me. They're like, I ain't talking to you, but um, maybe that's it. Mm-hmm. Man, you're making me think that's a, that's a fantastic question. <laughs> well, you're a fantastic woman. And I so appreciate Thank you being Thank with you. me and our guest today. And I know many people will come back and listen to this again and again and i certainly will and it will be up on our podcast uh, shortly and uh you know uh, but therefore giving you a voice miss heather parody to share your unique leading life because but as i said to you do not stop my friend oh i won't you're on the precipice of you know that Mm -hmm. you know continuing on and on and you just i was very much looking forward to today and just spending a little time with you and getting to know a little bit more about Heather Parody. It was an honor. Thanks for asking me. It's fun. So don't go away. Stay in the green room. We'll be there in a minute. Thank you so much, dear. Bye. Wow, what a great show. Thank you all for joining us today. Heather and I really appreciate you being with us. But I truly ask you to do both Heather and I a favor. And this would mean not only so much to she and I, but also to everyone out there that really needs the message that Heather has shared today of her journey into the success. And she is just evolving and continuing to build her life with her family, her personal life with her friends and her career. And she absolutely has a voice and is just an an amazing talent with it. So please share this uh, show out. Truly would appreciate it. Tag your friends. And uh, you probably came in here on my personal page, Megan DiMartino, but I'm building a new business page, the official Megan DiMartino um, Facebook page. So I would very much appreciate you friending me on that. So we will see you Monday for Teach, Motivate, and Inspire. And then next Friday, we have another unique leader guest with us. So until then, we will see you on other platforms, but be blessed. Thank you for listening to the Unique Leaders Podcast. If we said something today that resonated with you, please connect with me at megandemartino.com. I have a free gift for you, my book, Hope and Possibilities Just Over the Horizon. It's never too early or too late to create the life of your dreams. And don't forget to head over to iTunes and leave us a five-star review. I would truly appreciate it. Be blessed.